Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alladhi hadana lidin al-Islam. Wa ma kunna linahtadiya lawla an hadana Allah. Wa shadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah. Lahu al-mulk. Wa lahu al-hamd. Yukti al-mulk man yashak. Wa yanzi'u al-mulk min man yashak. Biyadihi al-khayr innahu ala kulli shayin qadir. وأشهد أن محمدا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم أدى الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة وجاهد في الله حتى أتاه اليقين. May all the praise be to Allah the one who guided us to this deen of Islam. I witness that he is the one and only one who provides life and death, who installs people in authority and he removes them away. And I witness that Muhammad may the peace and the blessings of Allah be upon him and upon his descendants until the day of judgment received the revelation from Allah and he conveyed this message of Islam in the best manner a man could ever do. In this month of Rajab, two major events that came or come almost at the same time. One on the 27th of Rajab and the second one on the 28th of Rajab. The first one on the 27th of Rajab is an event that Allah Azza wa Jal bestowed upon his Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is the event of Isra. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi laylan min al-masjid al-harami ila al-masjid al-aqsa alladhi barakna hawla. It is the glorification be to Allah the one who took his servant, Muhammad, peace be upon him, in a journey from Al-Baytul Haram to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. It's an event that marked a promise from Allah Azza wa Jal. A glad tiding given to Muhammad, peace be upon him, and to the Sahaba, that the Al-Aqsa, the one in Jerusalem, in Al-Quds, is becoming a masjid. And it becomes a masjid only if Islam would dominate that area. And at that time, Al-Aqsa was not under the domination of Islam. It was under the domination and the dominance and the power of the Roman Empire, under Christianity. And it was not a masjid. It was, not a, it was a place which had happened to be a place of worship throughout the history from Ibrahim السلام, time all the way to throughout all the prophets, but it was not a masjid. So in that event, Allah Azza wa Jal is telling Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it's telling us that glory be to Allah Subhanahu And Allah here is not asking us to make tasbih where he says, Sabbih isma rabbika al-a'la. He says, Subhanahu Allah is making tasbih for him or his own self, glorification for his own self. Subhanallah, asra bi abdihi. So that is an event. And that event, in fact, it was the divide line between a time when the message of Islam was under suppression, when the message of Islam and the Muslims, the da'wah carriers, 
were scattered all over, they were persecuted, and from that time, the Prophet ﷺ was engaged vigorously in looking for a place where Islam would be established strongly and where it could would become possible that Al-Aqsa becomes a masjid, which indeed it did happen within a few years from that time. That's an event. On the contrary, the event on the 28th of Rajab marked, marked the abolishment of that entity that the Prophet sought and worked hard to establish from day one when he was given the da'wah of Islam, the message of Islam, and particularly from the time of Al-Isra, particularly from the time of Al-Isra, because that year of Al-Isra, when the Prophet began looking for Nusra outside Mecca, in Taif, in Medina, in uh, Bani Shayban, in all over the Arabian Peninsula. So the 28th of Rajab is the time when the council in Turkey, in, in, in Ankara, at that time, or it was in Ankara, in Turkey, where they took the decision to terminate, to terminate the structure of the Khilaf. That structure under which the rules and the regulations of, and the systems of Islam would have been implemented or were implemented until that time. There were all types of reasons of weakness that occurred within the state before 1924. Before 1924, there was a process of decline that ended up on that day. So that's the culmination of all types of events that took place within the boundaries of the Muslim lands and the Islamic State at the time, such that Mustafa Kemal of Turkey, he was able to take a decision from the council of the people who were supposedly elected by the, by the people at the time. They took the decision that today is the markation of the end of the Khilafah State and the Turkey had become a republic. Now within that period of time, now you would say, someone would say, well, this, this was in Turkey. What happens to the rest of the Muslim world? Why isn't the Khilafah was resumed in other places? Well, you must know in history that by that time, the majority of the Muslim lands had fallen already under the colonial power of Britain and France and Spain and Portugal and, and even Belgium, even some of those tiny little states in Europe, everyone had a piece of the Muslim lands. Whether it's in North Africa for by the French, whether it's in Iraq, in Jordan, in Palestine, in Syria, uh, uh, in Egypt, by the British, in uh, Africa, in many places, was also by the French, by the, by the Spanish, by other groups. So the whole Muslim lands had fallen, had fallen under either the occupation or colonialism, or in some places where the colonialism did not come uh, uh, militarily, like in the Arabian Peninsula, what's known today as Saudi Arabia, they had already established a group or a, a, a clan, if, I, if you may, a clan of people who were appointed by the British as rulers of that area and they vowed to guarantee the interest of Britain without the British having to step a single soldier on that land. Until today, that continues to be the case. So that was the status of the Muslims. And the final hit or the, the, the straw that broke the, the, the back of the camel, as they say, was on the 28th of Rajab, uh, 100 years, 
هجري اجو which marks also the March 3rd uh, of 1924. That event, from that time on, you can be assured from that time on, Islam as a total religion, as a system, as an ideology, as with its total revelation, ceased to exist. It ceased to exist. Now, of course, many people are, will stand up and say, well, Brother, the people continued to pray. Yes, they did continue to pray. They did continue to, to be moral, to be nice, to be good. But that's not what Islam is about only. Those are the prayers, the prayers, the fasting, the song. These are pillars, pillars of a structure. They are not, they are not implemented or made for their own sake. It's not the final objective. In fact, read the hadith that almost everybody teaches his kids when they are just start to learn about Islam. Where it becomes almost unanimously known by each and everyone who is a Muslim. Islam is constructed upon five. And he counted them. And before that, These are pillars. Pillars for what? Pillars for a building, pillars for a structure, pillars for a house, pillars for something that you live in. You don't live within pillars. If you hire someone to build you a home and he comes and makes the best, strongest pillars with a good foundation, with good foundation and pillars, and he says, hey, pay me now my money and this is your house, go and live in it. You will probably will, you will do something, you will sue him, you will sue the guy. If you don't even do something worse to him. That's not the objective of the pillars. The pillars are to raise a house, to raise a building, to raise a structure. The structure was destroyed and we continue to hold on the pillars. That's what the people, when they argue with us about this issue, they forget that they, are, they argue about the pillars which are used to hold up a ceiling, which are used to hold up walls, which are used to make up the ability to have a living environment in which you can live. And the pillars of Islam are the ones that are used to hold up the structure of Islam, which has the economic system, the financial system, the social system, the political system, the ethics system, the punitive system, the judicial system, all of these things are built upon the pillars, are held tightly and strongly by the pillars. And that's what happened on the 28th of Rajab, in this month that we, uh, uh, we, we lived those two events, one event which raised Islam all the way to the highest possible level in its, in its spirituality, in its material being, in its aspiration for creating that big Islamic state or Islamic entity or Islamic unit, which we are talking about. And the 28th of Rajab is the one that destroyed it all. And from that time on, from that time on, Muslims worldwide have never witnessed, have never witnessed a single day or single hour of living under Islam. Not a single hour. Despite the fact that the majority of Muslims are praying and fasting and many of them are paying zakah. But living under Islam is to feel the benefit, the fruits of Islam, if you will. Living under Islam means 
to be able to provide justice and to live under justice. Why? Why are you saying this, brother? Where do you get this from? That this is what Islam is about. Well, read the Quran. Read the Quran. Don't read me. Don't listen to me. I can stop right here and hand you this Quran and open in Surah Al-Hadid and read one ayah from that. Just look at it where Allah Azza wa Jal He explicitly says that the whole reason I'm sending messengers after messengers, Quran, books, scales, to weigh things against for one and only one reason, for people to live in justice. For people to live in justice. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَةِ We have designated our messengers, no exception. Adam, Nuh, Ibrahim, Ilyasa, Ismail, Ishaq, Yaqub, Isa, Musa, Muhammad, Luke, all of them. Rusulana, all the messengers. وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا رُسُولَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ With clear signs. وَأَنْزَلْنَا مَعَهُمْ الْمِيزَانِ We gave them scales so that they can weigh things together. الحلال والحرام, that's the scale. Do or do not do. Valid or invalid. Good or bad. وانزلنا معهم الكتاب سوري وانزلنا معهم الكتاب the book والميزان and also the skill كتاب قرآن توراة إنجيل الزبور الله عز وجل and صحف إبراهيم وموسى he revealed them and on top of that he conveyed to the messengers in particular in particular whenever things Arise, this is how you can deal with issues. Scale. One scale for all. Not multiple scales. Why? So that people live in justice. Listen to every politician in this world. You have seen the election campaign in this country. Everyone is vowing and promising, I want to bring fairness to the people. The other day, Biden was talking in Milwaukee. Oh, you've seen how much prejudice we have inherent in our system. I can't believe someone at the highest level in America, he continues to complain that there is injustice, prejudice, discrimination inherent in his own system. Well, this is your system. I am the one who's supposed to be talking about injustice and discrimination in all of these systems. You are the Take the caretaker of that system. You are one of those who built the system. It's, this is your system that you are saying it's inherently, inherently unjust. And here Allah Azza wa Jal says, inherently, I'm sending messengers, Quran, Islam, and before that, all religion, so that you live in justice. Justice has been absent from the world. Since 1924, there is no hope for justice. At least at that time, until that time, even if justice leaves the world or departs it, there is a hope. There is one, still one unit that can bring justice to the entire humanity. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, then they are not fulfilling the responsibility of Allah Azza wa Jal. So what we are talking about today when we say, oh, we are marking this, the hundred years of the abolishment of Khilafah, We are marking 100 years of absence of justice. 
absence of justice. And this is what Allah wanted the people to live in. Allah did not the people to live based on racial divide. You are black, he is white. You are from this tribe, you are from that tribe. People fight for their blood color, which they have not even created. White supremacy. You did not make yourself white. You did not create your own color. Supremacy about what? With what? As someone in the old Arab culture, thinking of himself, he's big, he's tyrant. No one can talk to him. And he asked a Bedouin, don't you know who am I? Don't you know what tribe I come from? Don't you know my real weight? He said, of course, of course, I, I do know. I know that you are a person who eats all day and go and spends the rest of that in the bathroom the rest of the day. That's what you are full of that thing. That's what you are. Unless, unless you have values in your head, you are values in your heart, you are a system that you, you, you convey to the people, you are just like what the big one described, that so-called leader. So today, when we cry out to the entire Muslim community, and the Muslim world, and the Muslim Ummah, wherever they are, Allah bestowed upon you, upon your shoulder, the responsibility to bring justice back to the world. And the only way to do that is to follow the messengers with the bayinat, with the clear signs, systems, rules that they broke. The book that Allah chose to be the dominant book, Al-Quran, which is muhaymin over all other books, and the scales that the Prophet ﷺ brought and laid down in what we today call the Sharia of Islam. Why is it that we are responsible for that? Who says so? Your brother bringing things from... You just want to bestow upon us responsibility? No, I don't do that. Read in Surah Al-A'raf. Read in Surah Al-A'raf, where Allah Azza wa clearly says, after stating that he had revealed a Quran, Kitabun Unzila Ilayk, a book had been revealed to you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, فَلَيَكُنْ فِي صَدْرِكَ حَرَجٌ مِّنْ And don't hesitate, don't make any hesitation in your chest about it. And then he addresses the believers, اتَّبِعُوا مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ Also you should follow whatever had been revealed to you by Allah Azza wa Jal. But that's not the catch. The catch is two ayat later. And check it there. Where Allah says, فَلَنَسْأَلَنَّ الَّذِينَ أُرْسِلَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَنَسْأَلَنَّ الْمُرْسَلِينَ We are going to hold responsible those who have received the message and who have conveyed the message. We'll hold you responsible about this book and about the injustice of dhulm. The ayah that Allah Azza wa Jal brought before that Many villages, many states will be demolished. Why? Because they were ظالمين. Because they were ظالمين. وكأي من قرية أهلكناها فجاءها بأسنا بياتا 
أو هم قائلون فما كان دعواهم إذ جاءهم بأسنا إلا أن قالوا إنا كنا ظالمين That's the catch Whenever that bath, that demolishment comes in Oh, we were in unjust We were unjust, we were prejudiced Injustice was inherent in our system Isn't this what Biden said the other day in Milwaukee? Justice inherent, inherent, inherent in the roots of our system There is a prejudice in the system It's not only on the streets by this police or that police It's in the system, it's in the culture It's in the, he said it, it's in our culture I'm not making up these words We didn't have justice, that's what the ayah says The ayah says Whenever this bas comes from Allah Azza wa This demolishment, this, this wrath from Allah Azza wa That comes one after another Oh, we were practicing injustice Why are you practicing injustice? Well, because our system is unjust Because we don't have justice within our system. That's that's how it's structured. That's how we have been cultured. That's how we have been raised to be oppressive naturally. And then Allah Azza wa says, Ah, you know who's responsible for that? Don't hold Biden responsible. After all, he's out of it totally. Don't hold Trump responsible. After all, his system is like that. Don't hold. America or Britain or France or the world, United Nations Security Council, don't hold them responsible because they are the cause of injustice. They are the injustice by itself. They are the oppression. They are the model of oppression. Hold responsible the ones I gave message to and they let it down. They let it down. 1924, they let it down. Muslims were debating whether we should enter the masjid with my left foot or my right foot. They were debating what is the best way to clean your bottom? Is it by water or by stones or by paper or by this or by that? That's what they were debating. They were debating issues that had to do nothing with Islam or with the power and the revival of Islam. When Al-Quds was taken and Palestine was occupied in 1948, Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa had so many scholars in many places debating and responding to questions that had nothing to do with the occupation of Palestine. When all of these, when the British came into Baghdad, somewhere in 1921, and occupied it, the army general hears an adhan coming up from somewhere. He never heard an adhan before. He was scared. He was scared. He thought someone is calling people to pick up arms against the occupiers. And he consulted one of his consultants. What is going on? He said, don't worry, don't worry. This is just an adhan. And he said, what is an adhan? He said, someone is calling people for the prayers. And he said, does this have to do with my presence here? With the army's presence? They told him, no, it's just a prayer. He says, oh, poor guy. Give him a loudspeaker. He would lose his voice just making the adhan trying to reach all the people in Baghdad. That's what happened. And today, today, the best thing we ever dream of as Muslims or to go to Hajj and circulate around the Kaaba. At the time when the Prophet himself, he said, the blood of a Muslim is worth many times more than the whole Kaaba. 
ما أطيبك وما أطيب ريحك وما أعظمك وما أعظمك عند الله ولا دم المسلم أعظم عند الله من كذا بلد ضم المسلم is much more greater than you are. We don't know that, or we pretend not to know, or we pretend not to know. And then people come and say, "Oh, this mission, Khilafah, bringing Khilafah. Oh, this is Hizb al-Tahrir stuff. Only Hizb al-Tahrir. They make this this an organization. It's a political organization. It's not Islamic organization. It's political organization. They are working for Khilafah." going on? What's going on? If Hizb al-Tahrir is standing up for this issue of Khilafah, you should be proud and happy that there is at least one who is taking this responsibility upon their shoulder. Not to be a pulling down force. If not standing up yourself to stand up for this Khilafah, to bring it back, to bring the cause and the method and the tool that can bring the justice of Islam one more time, not only to the Muslims, although the Muslims are the most people who need it today, because the Muslims today are the most oppressed, tortured, persecuted people on earth. Look at Myanmar, look at Kashmir, look at Syria, look at Yemen, look at Somalia, look at Ethiopia, look at Egypt, look at look, look. I want to keep looking at and pointing fingers to all the Muslim land, without any exception. The reason we most of us are here. Because that land of Islam has evicted the best of its men and women and brains at one point of time, running out from persecution or poverty or injustice. That's fact. That's a fact. The most backward nations in the world, technologically, economically, financially, are the Muslims. Despite the fact that they are most resourceful, why? Why nothing is working? Why nothing is working? This is not an emotional speech. These are facts. The Muslim Ummah decided, and with determination, stay away from this Islam. This is too dangerous. They will call you a terrorist. They will call you backward. They will call you all types of names. And we forgot that they called the same names to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And that did not deter him a bit. And that did not stop him a bit. And that was a power, a momentum. The fact that the mushrikeen, the disbelievers, the ones who build their own systems to exploit the people, suck their blood, suck their wealth. The fact that they are calling me names and opposing me, that means I am on the truth. Every time, every time Iblis opposes Adam and his children, that means this Adam and that children are on the truth. Every time the children of the Shaitan and Iblis Stand up in your way. That means you are on the right path. He wants to deviate you. Every time that these corrupt systems want to deter you, that means you are trying, you are working to uproot the corruption. And every time they condone you and they celebrate you, read the Rand Corporation report, which was about 
right after 2001 came. Loud and clear, loud and clear. If you Muslims want to coexist with us and live in according to our values and systems, and we are moderate per their own terms, you will be celebrated. And they use the word celebrated, which means they give you <laughs> celebrated, they give you some, some flowers. And they invite you to all kinds of events. And they promote you on YouTube. And they promote you on Facebook. The YouTube that the brother puts here, after one or two years, it has maybe two, three hundred views. But if he, one point of time, collaborates with Iran and say, look, what can I do to make you happy? It will jump to one million or two million sites or views. Well, you will be celebrated. Allahumma inni as'aluka an tawfira min al-dhunub. Allahumma astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk fastaghfirullah. Alhamdulillah. May all the praise be to Allah. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal not to enable us only to enable us, open our eyes, and to open the eyes of the Ummah in general, and open their hearts to be able to carry the responsibilities bestowed upon them based on what Allah Azza wa Jal has bestowed, to understand the comprehensiveness of Islam, to understand and realize that this Islam for it to provide its fruits of justice as Allah wanted, it requires a system. We pray Allah to Allah to make this happen and to provide us the support. We know, we know that this task is an enormous task and the obstacles are more and stronger than the resources we have. We know, we know that the soldiers and the entities that stand against the rise of Islam are so huge. And they are supported by all forces of falsehood and battle. And we know how limited our resources are. But we can make the prayer as the Prophet did when he was coming from back from Taif alone and he realized what is it that he's up to and he raises his hands Allahumma ya Rabb ila man takiluni what am I what do I have I have nothing Qareeb a relative in my town Mecca that can determine my fate, that can play all types of games with me, يتجحمني, pushes me aside from here to there, or to someone else, that he owns the land and the orders of the lands. I am so not weak. The word is not weak. Mustadaf. Mustadaf means I have been overpowered. The mustadaf 
is a term not the same as a weak, although from the same root. Ba'if and mustadaf. Ba'if means I am weak, helpless. Mustadaf, I am so powerful, but my hands are cuffed, are tied by my states, by my governments, by world order, by local order, by all, by prisons, by, 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 by all of this, I am overpowered. But then at the end of the day, he says, إِن لَمْ يَكُنْ بِكَ غَضَبٌ عَلَيْهِ فَلَا If you are pleased with me, I am on the path. So that's what we should be going through. Allah, Allah, at least make us continue the struggle, continue the work, despite all of the weaknesses that we have been put in or have been imposed upon us, Despite all of these struggles and obstacles that are in front of our ways, Allah will ask you to enable us to continue on this path until you decide to bring victory down to your deen, not my deen. It's your deen, Allah. It's Islam. The Prophet says, Allah says in the Quran, لَكُمْ دِينُكُمْ وَلِيَ I have a deen from Allah Azza wa Jal. إِنَّ الدِّينَ عَنْدَ اللَّهِ الْإِسْلَامِ This is the deen of Islam. And Allah for him. It's your deen, Allah. It's not my deen. It's not mine. It's yours. I'm following it. We are following it. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to enable us to stick to this deen. No matter what. Until Allah Azza wa Jal, until you decide to bring victory to us while we are standing, while we are standing up in the battle front of the struggle for the rise of Islam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka fi hadha al-yawm al-azim. أن لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا سيئة إلا محوتها ولا خطيئة إلا وضعتها يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تهتك العصم اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تبدل النعم اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تجلب النقم كل أنواع النقم نقم الحكام ونقم الظالمين ونقم الطواغيت ونقم كل من يكيد للإسلام كيدا اللهم إنا نسألك أن تغفر لنا الذنوب التي تجلب النقم اللهم إنا نسألك يا رب العالمين يا رب المستضعفين يا أول الأولين يا آخر الآخرين يا غياث المستغيثين أن تنصرنا بالإسلام وأن تعزنا بالإسلام يا رب العالمين وأن تمكننا من إقامة دولة الخلافة يا رب العالمين على التي يحكم بها بكتابك وسنة نبيك ترفع فيها غاية الجهاد في سبيلك يؤمر فيها بالمعروف ينهى فيها عن المنكر يعز فيها لطاعتك يذل فيها لمعصيتك يا رب العالمين إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم اغفر لنا ولوالدينا ولمن له حق علينا يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم على نبيك المصطفى محمد عليه الصلاة والسلام وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا وأقم الصلاة Thank you for listening to this podcast Podcasts on current events Islamic guidance Quran tafsir and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.